Blog Talk Radio. Because I told you, he's always here. And how many times have you ordered me? Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And, and the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thatcom We'd like to thank Tumbleweed's Health and Studio C, along with our media sponsors, for hosting our show every week. You'll find hemp products accessories, mm-hmm. and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed's Health Center at 4806 East Broadway Boulevard mm-hmm. or online at tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. And remember, love that I can put here. be safe yeah. and educate. Mm-hmm. All right, let's just do it. Nope, drum roll, sure, why not, winner? Just do them all. Joke, laugh, magic. Ooh, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday. And a crazy, oh, now I'm supposed to turn this down a little bit here so that you can hear me over this or something like that. I think we were dialing in our uh, equipment last week, remember? We were trying to figure out wh- where on this little thing you can hear me and you can't hear me. So, can you hear me now? Welcome to Weekday Wednesday. Oh my lord. It's October 2nd. Oh, where's our... We need some spooky sounds is what we need. All right, don't you worry. By the end of the show, we'll have the Mike Myers theme song pulled up, and uh, we'll be playing that crazy thing. <laughs> so, welcome to Weekday Wednesday. Thank you for Christmas. How you doing out there? Everyone having a good morning? Day, October 2nd. I cannot believe it. All the bestie, for my bestie, I won this time. Oh, well, uh, we hope you're listening and we can listen, and uh, we hope we're not having any tech problems. That suck. But um, we restart your phone, we're having problems calling our own show. It's kind of strange.
If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification, health, and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. Oh my God! Welcome to Weed Freaking Day Wednesday. We're back. Oh my God! Shotgun, whip them, shoot magic at them, choke them out. Drum roll. We're actually back. All right. Thank baby Jesus. Sweet baby Jesus. Oh my Lord. Back in two years, we're going to need to see records within the last 12 months, which will 
segment that yours with Tumbleweed will have expired. But not to worry, you can come and see one of our doctors for an evaluation anytime during the year. I'll remind you of your office as if we would have called you for your appointment and say, hey, come on down. If you have any one of your doctors, stars. And then when you come in in 11 months, you're done. Covered. In and out. Bada bing. Bada boom. All right. There you have it. So about all the rigmarole, and I think you were hearing from three little birds, Ken Health, and little wee dads, and just trying to throw things there that we knew were working for a minute. Um, but now we're back. So uh, thank you, Tumbleweeds. And if you want to get certified and you are in the Tucson area, which is where we are, um, check it out. And check out tumbleweedcenter.com. The things you can get qualified or certified for in Arizona uh, are PTSD. And that's the one condition. Well, it's the most important condition. You have to have medical records from your doctor, signed by your doctor who is treating you ongoing for PTSD. Um, and that we have to have cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, uh, seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation, Alzheimer's disease, uh, and that is a wide variety of everything. Agitation can be anything from forgetting where you park your car. It starts with that. Um, forgetting where you put your keys. Um, unless you love her sister, she just forgets everything. <laughs> She's child issues. There we go. Um, all right. Agitation of Alzheimer's. So dementia is in there, right? Dementia is um, like part of Alzheimer's. It's all on there. And there were actually, we had, um, Ashley, she wasn't on, um, but we did have uh, an expert on uh, the many, 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 many types of, of Alzheimer's. There are a ton of them. I did not realize how many there are. Uh, Conchexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis, eligible for, med- uh, for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or a debilitating disease, medical condition, and here's the care, or just the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition that causes any of the above conditions and more. So if you're getting treated for IBS, which isn't on this list, but you're taking a medication that makes you throw up or gives you chronic migraines, um, you can get certified just for that. It's uh, Cool of the state of Arizona to allow uh, to allow that. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical well. cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call. 520-838-4430. You know what? We've got a good new commercial. And um, we have ads all out there. We email us at tac2stone at gmail.com. We're at Broadway. Swan on the southeast side on the Little Furnace Road. Um, we're tucked away in those houses that have all been turned into businesses. There's uh, farmer's insurance down there, chiropractor down there, front dental is down there. There's some uh, all sorts of stuff going on down there. And also, uh, sponsors of ours would like to give a shout out. Let's see if we can do this right. Last time, remember, we threw up some music and then I talked over. Can you hear me still? Yeah, all right. So now we're going to talk about the growers house. So if you go to the growers house, let's just see if you just type it up. There it is, south.com. Uh, they're located at 3035, 34, and they've got a 15% off gold trimming gear. Uh, and uh, what else does it say there? Trimming gear uh, from Trimbag and Trimbin, Common Culture, Drewry. And they've got all the Drewry products here you can check out. Um, you can learn to go from the best teachers online. Sis, remember, if you play, every play wins, click the button to win a gift. What you have to do is you have to put in uh, your email. So we'll just put in our work email and we'll throw it in. Here it is. We're going to now for a surprise. Oh, where's the drum roll? We got 
Oh, can't use the same email. Well, you put your email and uh, you'll already focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. Absolutely. Come out. They're great. Uh, we had that radio show a little while ago. I wanted to uh, talk about a couple things. First of all, this vaping, all this vape, vape stuff, vape deaths that are happening uh, all around the country, around the world. I don't know what's going on in other countries so far, but you know, in other countries, there's uh, a very big problem. And there's an article I wanted to read um, that's talking about. Versus the vape lung product liability cases has been filed. So now people are taking these cases to court and they're starting to sue over the death of their children who are taking these freaking fire extinguishers around town. I'm sitting in my car the other day. I'm the car in front, I'm waiting to go over to the stoplight. All of a sudden, it's just, this big out of smoke filled the entire freaking cab. Yeah, no kidding. It was awful. And I don't the person could see through it, but that amount of vape is not right. And they do that like they sit there and they go and they breathe it in and out, breathe it in and out, breathe it in and out, just as fast as they can. They do and then there's just plumes of smoke everywhere. And then you'd think, okay, you'd think they were gonna be done and then ten seconds later when all this new vapor clears out of the and they can see everybody in the way we get. There they go again. Did you have lung collapsing? And and now oh, yeah, it is. They're, they're literally lung collapsing. It's really really sad. So the first vape lung product liability case has been filed September 30th. A product liability lawsuit has been filed in Washington State Court against several manufacturers of THC cartridges. Okay, let's stop right there. First sentence I stop. It's not just the THC cartridges. These are a lot of people, a lot of kids, grabbing nicotine replacements with artificial flavors and who knows, some of them may even have color. I don't know. I swear you can see colors in those coming out of their mouth. But the artificial flavors they have the pina colada on the beach, that's not something that was made in nature. <laughs> so, so, you know, a lot of artificial chemicals. You have the agent that, uh, whatever your item is, it could be cannabis, it could be nicotine, whatever you're using is uh, an agent, and that's usually the problem. But let's go and see what they say. Just my opinion, it's not just the case, Charles Wilcoxon versus Anna Brand Solutions, LLC, et al., filed on September 23, 2019, in the Superior Court of Pierce County, Washington. The complaint alleges that the plaintiff, a 44-year-old police officer and former member of the U.S. Army Forces, has consumed various THC products between January 2018 and September 2019. He purchased several cannabis brands, including Conscious Cannabis, Rainbow Law, Leafworks, Mpuse, 
and James Carter, all of which are named as defendants. Also included as a defendant is Canabrand Solutions, the distributor of plaintiff vaporizer device called a pen battery, which was manufactured by CSAIL, a Chinese corporation. Oh, bringing China in? Uh, according to the complaint, <clears throat> plaintiff taped on September 11, 2019, and woke up with severe wheezing that night. He continued to have difficulties through the weekend and on Monday morning presented at the emergency room. Plaintiff was diagnosed with uh, lipoid pneumonia caused by vapor. A pathology report noted, quote, numerous lip-laden mac- uh, mac- macrophages, quote, on his lungs, uh, reactive endobronchial cells, quote, and disease-fighting cells called Ecionophilus. They are even seen in reactive airway disease. Don't know what that is. Plaintiff spent days in the hospital before being discharged and allowed to return to work on light duty police department. The complaint states that Quote, the injury, plaintiff has been able to, unable to run, work full-time, or participate in physical activities with his young daughter, and that the full extent of the injuries caused by defendant's product is not yet known. Uh, the complaint asserts causes of action for strict liability and negligence against the various defendants. It is alleged that the cartridges were not reasonably safe and were not fit for human consumption, as a result of being flooded with particles. The plaintiff similarly alleged that the vaporizer pen was effectively designed and that the distributor knew or should have known that the product was not safe for human consumption. It is further alleged that the defendants are jointly and severely liable for the entire damages suffered by the plaintiff due to the alleged status as successive uh, tortfeasors. The strategy of alleging joint and uh, several liabilities often seen in tobacco, asbestos, and other, quote, toxic tort uh, litigation where plaintiff sues all potential defendants and attempts to shift the burden to those defendants to prove that each is partially responsible for the injuries alleged. Here, <clears throat> plaintiffs may be using the joint and severe liability strategy due to the fact that establishing medical causation against any specific vape manufacturer may prove difficult in the absence of reliable scientific evidence of what is causing the illness. The plaintiff's injuries <clears throat> appear similar to what's seen in the, quote, popcorn lung cases a decade ago. Those cases were caused by um, diacetyl oil and imitation, quote, butter used in popcorn products, which was vaporized and inhaled by people when they ate popcorn. The result was a wave of popcorn lung toxic litigation. Wow, toxic tort litigation. Uh, update <clears throat> on related illnesses, according to the Center for Disease Control, there are now more than 800 confirmed probable cases of related lipoid pneumonia, 12 deaths across 10 states. However, health officials still do not specifically know what is making people sick, and no common thread has been are suspected, including um, can you hear me? Oh, okay. Some believe that more cases are being identified to heightened public awareness and specific questioning of patients by medical professionals. Until recently, few physicians have questioned patients specifically about vape use, and many vape consumers deny THC consumption due to social stigma or fear of prosecution. Many vape consumers also distinguish vaping, smoking, and deny history of smoking when asked. Um, recent media coverage and alerts by state and county health agencies have prompted physicians to question patients specifically about vape use when controlled with acute respiratory illness without an infectious cause. Manufacturers of state-licensed and regulated cannabis products, including THC vape products, widely support meaningful regulation that would help prevent uh, problems caused by illicit and unapproved products. A sensible public <clears throat> health strategy devised by the federal government likely could have 
um, preventing prevented many of these illnesses and deaths by stopping unregulated illicit market THC vape products from getting into the hands of consumers. Likely. Well, they only, so far, um, okay, it says until the cause of recent illnesses and deaths is identified, all companies that manufacture and distribute THC and CBD vape products may be exposed to some risk of litigation. Um <clears throat> They only mention uh, tobacco in here once, um, but they, I'm not so sure why the country, well, I know, well, we know why they're focusing on THC and CBD. We know that. But, however, it's not even about it. The nicotine vape products were around a lot longer, um, and I'm sure it's those as well. It's not just THC or CBD products. I'm sure there's some nicotine like they said, you know, they're comparing it to the ones, the cases they've seen before. So um, it's hard to know because it's not a regulated industry right now other than um, per state. But anybody, you know, the advice of doctors and professionals, quote, out there is to get your COA, your Certification of Authenticity. You can make one on your computer. We can make one right now while I'm talking. I could probably have it done, and it'd probably be really beautiful and have a pretty, you know, gold stamp that we could like stamp it with one of those fun things we can get at Office Max, you know, that make the indentation you get when you get notarized. <laughs> we could do that. Anybody can make one, and that's until this is regulated somehow, some way across the board, the same. Um, you know, there we we've had. Uh, I think all of the testing facilities that we've had on air have said, and we've had three or four different testing facilities from Phoenix and from here, and they, and I think most of them have said that they have been um, offered, you know, money to change their results on their, on their products. And, and um, you, you can't even trust third party people because you don't know who's um, regulating that. Like the, dispensary association, the Arizona dispensary association that's putting out this next initiative in their initiative. It says that the dispensaries themselves are allowed to own and operate their own testing facilities. Well, um, uh, hello, <laughs> they're going to put out whatever results you guys were asking for and you're not even gonna know what you're asking for. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a wild west show out there right now. It really is. So, you know, you have to, I would say, trust the source where you're going, you know, um, and hope that they're telling the truth. But right now with this industry, sadly, with these, especially with something you're inhaling and inhaling so much of, I still, I just can't believe the amount that these people that are vaping vape in of any product. They just, they fill their lungs and then they fill the entire room with this stuff. And it's, you know, whatever it is, you can smell the, um, if it's, you know, pina colada or pumpkin spice right now or, you know, key lime pie, cherry lime, whatever it is, you can smell that. And that's all those chemicals uh, are going straight into the uh, bronchioles and in the, in the very innards of your system. You just don't know what's in there. Uh, anyway, smoke them on. My best advice from Bell Star. Smoke bomb. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's see where we are. Yeah, I wanted to discuss that. If anybody wants to call in, you certainly can. 646-915-8421. Otherwise, let's go here. Walk into my 
house, like what up, I got some good pot I'm just pumped up, got some herb from the pot shop Ice in the fridge, it used to be frosty My friend's like, damn, that's a stoned ass donkey Rolling in hella hot, looking like it's super time Dominating all my friends as I eat some chili fries Draped in a smuggie with my girl sitting next to me Probably shouldn't have had a big gulp full of ice tea but shit, it was 99 cents. I'll be blazing and smoking it. About to go and get some munchies next. Passing up on those Cracker Jacks. Reese's Pizzas are where it's at. Gotta get me some soda. Pop cotton mouth has been creeping up. I can't remember where I put my keys. Yeah, that's what's up. I'ma take your grandpa's ride. I'ma take your grandpa's ride. No, for real. Ask your grandpa. Can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix. Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks. They have frozen burritos. I bought frozen burritos. I bought some Ben and Jerry's. And then I bought some Cheetos. Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcano I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a run, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs, it's time to pull the plug. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed, the people have agreed. Farming. 
the whole freaking farm. I mean, you started working when you were like three years old. You could haul wood. <laughs> here, here, grab this piece of wood, take it out. But one of the things we talk about is the connection between um, our food. Which I have a sad feeling that the people growing up these days don't have a connection when they get through McDonald's and order their burgers or their chicken nuggets. They freaking got them. So I'm going to read this a little bit. Just a tiny bit of this book because this little part meant something in it. And you can you can relate this to cannabis because we all deserve the right to grow. And I think it's a close connection to this earth and to our own bodies and to especially to the medicine. If you grow your medicine, man, that's the best feeling in the whole world, knowing that you did that and you're providing for yourself at least and friends. <laughs> uh, we can share here. Yep, we can. We're allowed to share. Share all you want. Uh, and this is a little cookbook, a cookbook about the little house on the prairie. So just share with me. So this is written from the lady. Um, she took the recipes from the 1800s back then, from um, Laura's Little House series of books and all that good stuff. She says, not all dishes included here will be viewed with enthusiasm at the table. Some are admittedly historic rather than taste sensations, but all are revealing in one way or another. Taken together, they turn out to be a wonderful way to rediscover basic connections, links that are often obscured in the complex modern world. Now, she wrote this in 1989. By this, I mean connections among the food on the table, the grain in the field, and the cow in the pasture, between the food on the table and the sweat of someone's brow, between the winter and dried apples, the summer and tomatoes, the autumn and fresh sausage, between labor and pioneers enjoy today, between children and their elders, between the preparation of a meal and the experience of love. I'm going to talk it's true. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. These days, you know, kids just through the drive through people just, people, not even kids anymore. We, we've lost our connection to the earth because most people never had to farm much, you know. I know my grandparents did, and especially my grandparents and her parents, etc. I don't get started on this, and I don't even know how I got it. It's my show, so <laughs> we'll talk about that if you want. Um, we were at one point, we were reading the uh, initiative by the, uh, I believe it's the Arizona Dispensary Association. Now, where is it? Here it is. Um, so we were reading that, and we can go back to reading that. We've got like uh, 20 minutes left, so we can read about 20 minutes. 20 minutes or so. A uh, little we'll shout out here and there. And if anyone wants to call in, again, 646 915 8421, just press um, the press pound. Okay. One. And um, I will know you're live. And, oh, the chat thing. I'm just sad about the chat thing. I lost my cow. I had a beautiful little cow scene with you know, fields and farms and I got nothing. Nothing but a gray screen. Not okay. Anyway, we're going to read a little bit. And here we go. Um, let's see. Where were we? Let's see if I can find where we were. Nope. Um, oh, here. Let's just. Wow, we were really down there. Administrative Authority, Department of Health Services. So this is um, their take is about that. Um, we were at I. Upon request, the Department of Health Services shall share with the Department of Revenue information regarding a marijuana establishment, marijuana testing facility, or dual licensee, including its name, physical address, cultivation site, and transaction privilege tax license number. So that's just registered with the state. J, notwithstanding any other law, one, an independent third party laboratory may be licensed by the Department of Health Services to also operate as a marijuana testing facility. Two. Oh boy. The Department of Health Services may operate a marijuana testing facility. K, notwithstanding any other law, the issuance of an occupational, professional, or 
a regulatory license or a certification to a person by a jurisdiction or regulatory authority outside the state shall not entitle such person to the issuance of a marijuana establishment license, a marijuana testing facility license, or any other license registration or certification under this chapter. 36-2855, marijuana facility agents. There you go, men in black. Oh, but they'd be in green. Uh, a, a marijuana facility agent shall be registered with the Department of Health Services before working at a marijuana establishment or a marijuana testing facility. B, a person who wishes to be registered as a marijuana facility agent or renew the registration as a marijuana facility agent shall... One, submit a completed application on a form prescribed by the department and pay a non-refundable fee that is reasonable, yet to be determined, it looks like, and related to the actual cost of processing application submitted to the section. Oh, let's see, it takes about 10 minutes to process an application and a reasonable price to do that. 10 minutes would be, what would you give health services to process your application? What's reasonable? 20 bucks? 20 bucks. 20 bucks. We'll give them 20 bucks. All right. There you go. $20. Submit evidence. Here we go. We're going out to Area 51. <laughs> Submit evidence. The applicant holds a current level one fingerprint clearance card issuant, uh, issued plant to Section 51-75.07 or a full set of fingerprints for the purpose of obtaining state and federal criminal records check for scan to section 41-1750 and public law 22-544. The Department of Public Safety may exchange this fingerprint data with the Federal Bureau of Investigation without disclosing that the records check is related to this chapter and acts committed by it. The Department of Public Safety shall destroy each set of fingerprints after the criminal records check is completed. Uh, C, if the department determines that an applicant meets the criteria for registration under this chapter and rule adopted by the department pursuant to this chapter, the department shall issue the applicant a marijuana facility agent card that is valid for choose. D, a registered marijuana facility agent may be employed by or associated with <clears throat> any marijuana establishment or marijuana testing facility except that one. A marijuana establishment or marijuana testing facility shall promptly notify the department that employees or becomes associated with the new facility agent. And two, a marijuana facility agent shall promptly notify the department when the marijuana facility agent is employed by or becomes associated with a marijuana establishment or a marijuana testing facility and when the marijuana facility agent is no longer employed by or associated with a marijuana establishment or marijuana testing facility. Sounds more a parole officer. <laughs> a nonprofit medical marijuana dispensary agent of a dual licensee who has applied to be registered as a marijuana facility agent may serve as a marijuana facility agent um, <clears throat> of a dual licensee until the department has approved or rejected their application. The Department of Health Services shall adopt rules to implement this section. <laughs> but we don't know what the rules are yet. Again, it's all from series. Um, 36-2856, Smart and Safe Arizona Fund Disposition Exemption. A, the Smart and Safe Arizona Fund is established consisting of all money deposited pursuant to Section 36-2854, 42-5502 and 42-5503 private donations and interest earned on those monies. Monies in the fund are continuously appropriated. Monies in the fund and its accounts may not be transferred to any other fund except as provided in this section. May not revert to the state general fund and are exempt from the provisions of section 35-190 related to the lapsing of appropriations. The state treasurer shall administer the funds. B, all monies in the Smart and Safe Arizona Fund must first be expended, and the state treasurer shall transfer money from the fund to pay, one, the actual reasonable cost incurred by the Department of Health Services to implement, carry out, 
and enforce this chapter and rules adopted this way into this chapter. Two, the actual reasonable costs incurred by the Department of Revenue to impose and enforce a tax authorized imposed by Section 42-5502. Three, the actual reasonable costs incurred by the Supreme Court and the Department of Public Safety to process petitions for expungement and expungement orders pursuant to Section 36-2862. Four, the actual reasonable costs incurred by the state treasurer to administer the fund. Five, any other mandatory expenditure of state revenue required by the chapter for the implementation or enforcement of the provisions of this chapter. C, the state treasurer may prescribe forms necessary to make transfers from the Smart and Arizona Fund pursuant to subsection B of this section. D, on December 31st and June 30th of this year, the state treasurer shall transfer all monies in the Smart and Safe Arizona Fund in excess of the amount paid pursuant to subsection B of the section as follows. One, 31.4% to community college districts and provisional community college districts, but not to community college tuition financing districts established pursuant to section 15-1409. For purposes of investing in and providing workforce development programs, job training, career and technical education, and science, technology, engineering, and math programs subdivided as follows. A, 15% of the 31.4% divided equally between each community college district. B, 0.5% of the 31.4% divided equally between each provisional community college district if one or more provisional community college districts exist. C, the remaining two community college districts and provisional community districts in uh, proportion to each district's full-time equivalent student enrollment percentage of the total statewide audit full-time equivalent student enrollment in the preceding fiscal year prescribed in section 15-1466.1. Everybody get that? Everybody get on hit? to municipal police departments, municipal fire departments, fire districts established pursuant to Title 48, Chapter 5, and county sheriff's departments and pursuant to the number of enrolled members for each such agency in the public safety personnel retirement system established pursuant to Title 38, Chapter 5, Article 4, for personnel costs. Three. 30% 30% to the Arizona Highway User Fund uh, created pursuant to Section 28-6533. Four, 7% to the Justice Reinvestment Fund created pursuant to 36-2863. 5.2% to the Attorney General to use to enforce this chapter or the grant to localities to enforce this chapter. E, the monies transferred and received pursuant to this section, one, in addition to any other appropriation transfer or other allocation of monies and may not uh, supplement, replace, cause a reduction in other funding sources, two, shall not be considered to be local revenue for the purposes of Article 9, Section 2021, Constitution of Arizona. 36-2857, 36-2857, localities, marijuana establishments, and marijuana testing facilities. A, a locality may, one, enact reasonable zoning regulations that limit the use of land for marijuana establishments and marijuana testing facilities to uh, specified areas. Limit the number of marijuana establishments or marijuana testing facilities. Three, prohibit marijuana establishments or marijuana testing facilities. Oh boy, here you go. There it is, right there. Where's my phone? Take a picture of that right there because they just gave everybody the right to shut down and not open their own business for any reason they want right there. Um, 
establish, uh, okay, wait, where was that? Two, yeah, prohibit marijuana establishments. Regulate the time, place, and manner of marijuana establishment and marijuana testing facility operations. Five, establish reasonable restrictions on public signage regarding marijuana, marijuana establishments, or marijuana testing facilities. Six, prohibit or restrict delivery within its jurisdiction. Uh, B, the county may only exercise its authority pursuant to subsection A of the section in unincorporated areas of the county. C, locality may not enact um, any ordinance, regulation, or rule that, one, is more restrictive than a comparable ordinance, regulation, or rule that applies to nonprofit medical marijuana dispensaries. Two, makes the operation of marijuana establishment or marijuana testing facility unduly burdensome if the locality has not prohibited marijuana establishments or marijuana testing facilities. Three, conflicts with this chapter of rules adopted by the Department of Health Services pursuant to this chapter. Four, prohibits the transportation of marijuana by a marijuana establishment or a marijuana testing facility in public roads. What? We're supposed to get like a, uh, <laughs> guys, everybody, get your four-wheelers out. Get your horses out. We're going back roads and deliver our stuff. Ooh, I'm I'm doing it. Um, restricts or interferes with the ability of a dual licensee or an entity eligible to become a dual licensee to operate non-medical or non-profit medical marijuana dispensary and marijuana establishment cooperatively at shared locations. Uh, <clears throat> six, except as expressed authorized by the section or section 36-2851, prohibits or restricts any conduct or transaction permitted by this chapter or imposes any liability or penalty in addition to that prescribed uh, by this chapter for any conduct or any transaction uh, constituting a violation of this chapter. Uh, lawful operation of marijuana establishments and marijuana testing facilities. This is section 36-2858. And we are on page 10 of 16. All right, so holy cow. 10 16. We're getting there. This stuff's important here because people are just going to get the short version and it's going to say, legalize weed, you can go. Yay, yay, go, go, go. Everyone's going to sign up and then we're like, what? Our, wait, what? Our state said we can't, we can't, what? we can't have it, we can't deliver it here, we can't grow it, wait, we can't smoke it, what? And then all of a sudden, yeah, that's right. Okay. <clears throat> here we go. Can I read it already? Let's see if that'd be going on. Hey. Except as specifically and expressly provided in Section 36.28.57, notwithstanding any law, it is lawful and not an offense under the laws of the state or any locality, uh, cannot constitute the basis for detention or arresting, cannot constitute the sole basis for seizure or forfeiture of assets, uh, or the basis for the imposition of penalties under the laws of the state or any other locality for one a marijuana establishment or agent act on behalf of a marijuana establishment to A, possess marijuana or marijuana products, B, purchase, sell, or transport marijuana marijuana products to or from a marijuana establishment, C, sell marijuana and marijuana products to consumers except the marijuana establishment may not sell more than one ounce of marijuana to a consumer in a single con- uh, transaction, not more than five grams of which may be in the form of marijuana concentrate. That's, that's bad. That's really bad. So you're going to tell a cancer patient that they have to go through a transaction every, how often is it that there are five grams of RSL that they can have? Well, I hope, hopefully they will stay in the medical program and they can have whatever they want, but I, I think probably in the medical program is limited to. That is 
be cultivate, produce, test, or process marijuana or manufacture marijuana or marijuana products by any means, including chemical extraction or chemical synthesis. Two, an agent acting uh, on behalf of a marijuana establishment to sell or otherwise transfer marijuana to an individual under 21 years of age if the agent reasonably uh, verified that the individual here to be 21 years of age serious or older by means of a government-issued uh, photographic identification in compliance with rules adopted by the Department of Health Services for Swain to Section 36-2054, subsection A, paragraph 6. Uh, three, a marijuana testing facility or agent acting on behalf of a marijuana testing facility to obtain, process, repackage, transfer, transport, or test marijuana and marijuana products. Um, four, a nonprofit medical marijuana dispensary or dispensary establishment or an agent acting on behalf of a nonprofit medical marijuana dispensary or a marijuana establishment uh, to sell or otherwise transfer marijuana or marijuana products to a nonprofit medical marijuana dispensary, a marijuana establishment or agent acting on behalf of a nonprofit medical marijuana dispensary or a marijuana establishment. So, wow. All right, they're setting it up. Five, any individual, corporation, or other entity to sell, lease, or otherwise allow property or goods that are owned, managed, or controlled by an individual corporation or uh, other entity to use for any activity authorized by this chapter, or provide services to a marijuana establishment or a marijuana testing facility or agent acting on behalf of a marijuana establishment or marijuana testing facility in connection with any activity authorized by, authorized by this chapter. Um, B, the section does not preclude the Department of Health Services from imposing penalties against marijuana establishment or marijuana testing facility failing to comply with this chapter or rules adopted pursuant to the uh, authority granted by this chapter. C, a marijuana establishment may be owned um, or operated by publicly traded companies. All right, and we will stop there for today and give our, our little shout-outs to folks um, and say thank you for always tuning in uh, with us. And if you want to actually go down to Tumbleweed Town Center, come down to 4826 East Roy Boulevard. We were with that pride, and we had an awesome time. It was a good day over there. Game winner. That was a good day. Went fast. Yeah. Um, so you come down and got your free lay on. You passed how many? Lay a thousand at least. Two thousand. Oh yeah. Cause I said you know cause we started out with like two hundred fifty. We're like we'll never pass these out. And once word got out that we had them, people were running up to the table. Wait, can we have one? We have six. We have a family. And the next thing you know, we're gone. Two thousand. And they're gone like by midday. They were definitely on my Monday. I love stapling. <laughs> um, check out our website, MoeeTelCenter.com. A little cannabis one one for anyone wanting a little basic general information about cannabis and how to use it possibly. Uh, we've got our tinctures on our store that are just CBD isolates, no THC for people that don't want to have that. That's totally fine. Although we do recommend some. Uh, there's some good videos. We will be posting Sanjay Gupta's Weed 5 up there pretty soon because that came out just last Sunday. Um, we do usually have some good news stories. I will work on that. I promise to get better at that now. And uh, check the video shout out. You can listen to past shows, listen to us now, blog with us. It only takes a second to tune in. And if you want to get certified, come on down 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. You can get certified by PCD, cancer, um, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, HIV, HIV, ALS, Crohn's disease, uh, agitation, Alzheimer's, cachexia, wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. 
If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification, health, and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 208-8430. Come on down to 4826 Broadway Boulevard. We are open seven flipping days a week. Ooh, that's right. Come on down. CBD sales, all sorts of CBD stuff. We've got some beautiful handbags. Christmas is coming. You want to get some gifts? When I promise the Mike Myers theme song. Don't worry, we'll start out with that one next time. But thanks for tuning in to Tumbleweed Health Center. Um, appreciate you being here. Sorry about the uh, electrical valves that always seem to happen. <laughs> We've got some, um, some some angels on our side up there that are tuning in as well. Crashing boats, that guy, banana bridge. Anyway, um, be good to each other and remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Local bowl before you Christmas shopping. Don't forget your list because you'll forget what you went in for. Week they went, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.